Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. I've got to tell you, I'm a little nervous about preaching today after having listened to Father Bao and Father Tom yesterday. They set the bar real high. And two of the themes that I have heard echoed throughout this weekend are joy and peace. The gifts the Lord wants us to go forth with. As you return to your homes, as you return to your chapters, to your husbands, to your children, to work, to friends and family, to social circles. He wants us to bring joy, and peace as our traveling companions. The second reading that we heard, actually, Father Tom spoke of in his talk yesterday. It's from Philippians, Paul's letter, chapter 4. And in the lectionary, it's interesting because Scott Hahn spoke of the lectionary and how important that is in the development of our understanding of the Word of God. It's always good to make sure that you know the context in which each of these chapters of Paul's letters or the context of our Lord's parables where they appear in the Gospels. And so I'd like to look at the full context of where this section, this pericope, is pulled out of. And the two verses before today's second reading, the second reading picks up at Brothers and sisters, have no anxiety at all. And he goes on. But verse 4, two verses before. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again. Rejoice in the Lord always. You were actually just supposed to say rejoice. That's what St. Paul says. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again. Rejoice! The Lord is near. Everyone should see how unselfish you are. And then we pick up with verse 6. Brothers and sisters have no anxiety at all, but in everything, through prayer, petition, thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. Then the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Joy and peace begin this section of Paul's letter. The word in Greek, rejoice in the Lord, kairete, Kind of sounds like karate. (laughs) That's how we defeat the devil is through karate. 
rejoicing in the Lord. Kairete, rejoice. It's the same word that the angel Gabriel speaks to Mary. Kaide Maria. Hail Mary. It isn't just like, hey y'all. That's how we say it in the South. <laughs> hey y'all. Hey Mary. Sup. <laughs> That's for the Brooklyn and Bronx girls. <laughs> how you doing? Kaide <laughs> Maria. Hail Mary. Rejoice, Mary. It's a greeting. Be cheerful, Mary. Be glad, Mary. The Lord is with you. That same word for joy is how the angel Gabriel greets Mary. How many times a day do we pray that prayer? At least, I'm going to say, 53 times as you pray the rosary every day. Hail Mary, hail Mary, hail Mary. Rejoice, Mary. Be cheerful, Mary. Be filled with joy, Mary. God is saying that to us through the angel Gabriel. Every day, rejoice in the Lord always. When? Always. Not some of the time, not when things are going great, not when you're on cloud nine. Paul wrote this letter to the Galatians from prison. Now, I visit our jails regularly. They're terrible places. These men and women do not live in humane conditions. Take that to 2,000 years ago when there were no human rights. Imagine the dark, dank, damp world that St. Paul is writing these words. That's legit. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again. Rejoice. Kairete. Kaire Maria. Hail Mary. And the word for peace, Irene, we get the word Irenic. It's not a word we use a whole lot, but it means to be a peacemaker. Irenicism is to be a peaceful society. And the word peace, Irene, can also mean prosperity, quietness. Rest, to be set at one again, be whole, to be unified, to be integrated. That's the peace the Lord wants for us. Again, that can be the calm in the midst of the storm. For those of us from the Gulf South, we know hurricanes. The most peaceful place in a hurricane is in the eye of the storm. 
ironically. We live in the eye of the storm, brothers and sisters. You know that the storm rages around us. We just need to stay in the heart of it, in the eye, and allow the Spirit to move us in the midst of the storm so that we can remain at peace and calm and whole and integrated and at one with ourselves. Joy and peace. That's what the Lord wants us to bring to the table. To the table of your Magnificat meals. That's the gift you have to offer to the women who come to join us. That's the anointing. It's not just that I can play a shaker well. I know it was impressive. No, no, stop, stop. But that's our anointing. That's what we bring. That's what we have to offer. Because joy and peace is Jesus Christ. It is the love of God which gives us the joy and the peace. I've just started an initiative in the Diocese of Beaumont just last week that is going to be a theme for our diocese for the coming year. It's so simple because it's got to be simple if we're going to remember it. And I try to keep it simple because I got to remember it too. Back to the table. Say that with me. Back to the table. I'm encouraging our families to get back to the table. Two or three nights a week to sit down as a family. Because that's where relationships happen. That's where relationships are healed and grow. And it's not easy. Especially if you haven't been at table in a long time. Our young families have very busy and hectic lives and schedules. But at the very least, we have to carve out time to get back to the table. For those of you that don't have children and families at home anymore, you're stuck with your old spouse. (laughs) It's not like you two. Put the TV trays away. (laughs) Jeopardy can be TiVo'd if you need. Sit at the table. Be with each other. Jesus' ministry, 90% of it occurs at the table. That's where he heals. That's where he teaches. That's where he comforts. We need to get our families back to the table. And we need to get our people back to the table of the Lord. Get that? It's twofold meaning. You like that? Back to the table of the Lord. In a post-COVID world, 
There are some people who are still using COVID as, well, I don't want to get COVID. You know what? It's a bad cold. And it's not that prevalent. Get back to the table. We need to get back to the table of the Lord. And we need to be the evangelizers who reach out to our friends, our families, our co-workers. I can't do it. You can. It's the people of God who invite their friends and neighbors and co-workers back to the table. We're in the middle of our Eucharistic revival. We need to remind people and invite people to Jesus Christ, the Savior of humanity, who comes to us to heal us, to nourish us, to comfort us, to offer us His joy and His peace. Help me help you get our people back to the table. It's as simple as that. That would change humanity. It would change the communities in which we live. It would change our country for the good. If every family ate together two or three days a week, if every family worshipped together on Sunday at the table of the Lord. It's so simple. May your Magnificat meals, as you get back to the table in your local communities, be that source of nourishment, Be that source of fellowship, of praise, of being inspired by testimony and by interceding for the needs of our church. May they be sources of joy and peace for the women you invite back to the table. Two years ago, as we departed... We returned home after this meeting. I said, (laughs) may this gathering be a super spreader. (laughs) And in some ways it was. (laughs) But may it always be a super spreader. Because we come to be reminded of our mission so that we can go out in the midst of the world, so that we can make a difference in the lives of our families and of the women that you are called to minister to. May we, who have been reminded of the joy and peace and love of Jesus Christ, share that as we go out to spread the good news, to infect people with the gospel message, to bring them healing and peace. My first gathering with you in California, 
at the mission of Capistrano, San Juan Capistrano, where St. Junipero Serra preached the good news. His motto, Siempre Adelante, always forward, nunca atrás, never backwards. Sisters, let us keep moving forward, never moving back. Let us bring the joy and the peace that we have received to all those we meet. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.